Welcome to Season 3, Episode 2 of Father and Dad, where we give you a candid, inside look at the shared journey of a seminarian on its path to fatherhood and his dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher. And I'm Father, God willing, Stephen, his son. Yes. Well, hey, Stephen, it's uh, summer 2022. That's right. Kind of... Uh, it's kind of sad because it's summer 2022 is like wrapping up. We're, <laughs> we're in the, the, the back half of July right now, so it's... Yeah. It's kind of sad seeing the summer go away. Yeah, but but it's been a good summer for you. It I've has seen been, yeah. I've seen you pretty busy this summer. Yep. You've been on a parish internship. That's right. So let's just start with you know what what is a parish, a parish internship? internship? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. So a parish internship uh, is a period of time that a seminarian spends during his time in seminary formation in an actual parish. So there's different seminaries have different lengths of parish internships. Some might do a full year. Others might oh. do a semester. Uh, Sacred Heart Seminary does uh, about a, uh, a summer's worth. So okay. uh, I'm just uh, wrapping up the last couple of weeks of my 11th, 11 week uh, summer parish internship. So uh, it's just a chance during the seminarian's time and formation to uh, get some boots on the ground experience of what it's like to be a priest. Now, let me ask you this. Before we start talking about the boots and ground, yeah, I want to hear about like your expectations, and you know you've done some summer assignments before, yeah. and you've mm-hmm. and you've done on the academic side, yeah. So before we get into you know what it was, you know what happened, what were you expecting, and 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 then we'll look at you know how it unfolded. Yeah, well, yeah, you're kind of right, and you kind of hinted to it. Yeah, um, I have spent some time in parishes uh, before this particular experience. Right after the first summer uh, or the first year of my, uh, year, my, the first year that I was in seminary, yeah. I was assigned to a parish in the diocese, St. Paul in Valparaiso. So yeah. that was a good, like, first glance of what parish life looks but like. But you were a little different person back then. I mean, I not was, the, yeah. but I mean, that was, uh, you were early on in your, in, in, in your, your process of schooling. That's right. And uh, that was, that was probably like your first you know, diving in, or correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, that's right. It's, it kind of was, I mean, I spent a lot of time. Was it overwhelming is my, what I'm trying to get at that, that first go around? Yeah. Uh, in a certain sense, it was, and in a certain sense, it was, it was definitely overwhelming in the sense of like, there is a whole bunch of new things that yeah. I was trying to figure out. Like, what does it mean to be a seminarian in a parish? Like yeah. you're a public person and you're yeah. kind of, you know, it's, you're, you're not just like a name. Everybody knows your name. You know, everybody wants to come <laughs> on up and say hi. And, yeah. uh, and you're expected to remember people's names and you're expected to, you know, just kind of be a part of the people's lives. So that was definitely like, you know, very eye opening to me to just yeah. kind of see that. I really enjoyed it. It was such a blessing. The people there at St. Paul were just so yeah. wonderful to me. Uh, I had a good relationship with the pastor and the associate yeah. pastor who was there. So it was a, bl- that first, uh, that first time was, it was, it was really nice. It was a nice blessing. Yeah. And it was a good intro, but now you're, you're, you're a little more of a veteran now. That's right. Yeah. So, so you had that under your belt. You had a little more schooling under your belt. That's right. So you're coming in to that's right. 2022 to St. John the Evangelist. Yeah. You know, before we get into you in detail with St. John, can you give us just a little, cause each pair. Parishes are different, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you got your small ones, your big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a little more wealthy. You're not so wealthy. So, you know, where does St. John's and, and, you know, how does that parish fit on the spectrum? Yeah, well, St. John's is definitely, it's a very interesting parish. Yeah. That's been a blessing to go there because St. John has a has, as a priority. It's a really big priority for that parish is evangelization yeah. and mission yeah. and uh, discipleship. So they're really big on uh, programs and uh, just kind of like the whole parish culture yep. is centered, centering around bringing people to 
towards Christ in, in a model of discipleship. So learning about Christ, but not, st- not stopping about learning about Christ, actually encountering him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they do that. They facilitate that counter- encounter through programs like Alpha, uh, through their, their liturgy. I saw this one on do. Alpha. Yeah. So Alpha is a program um, which is designed to kind of be a, 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 kind of like a forum for people to start asking some of the deeper questions. Oh. Uh, well, very, yeah, so very, so these, it's, not, it's for people that are Catholic but feel the calling so this for is a actually, little Alpha's more? Actually, is that, so Alpha could be for anyone. So it's, it okay. could be for your Catholic who's been in the pews for years and years and years. Uh, and Alpha could be for someone who like grew up like totally atheist. Hmm. But what it does is it, 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 and it's a beautiful model where it's, it's a, it's a meal. It's a, a very pr- thought provoking video and then some small group time afterwards. And it's okay. a course of like maybe 11, 12 weeks. Uh, and it, like I said, it kind of like focuses on asking the bigger questions like, yeah. who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? Which gets people talking because a lot of times in our culture, like we just kind of are just treading water, you yes. know, or yes. we're just kind of like going through the motions. But, you know, at the at the end of the day, we can look inside ourselves and realize like, wow, like, is this all that life is? Is all yeah. life just like treading yeah. water, just trying to like you know, make my own meaning or is there something deeper here? Is there something yeah. that, I, and, and alpha is really good at like provoking those questions and offering us, a, uh, offering people a space to kind of wow. wrestle with these questions. And, uh, and that's a place where like the gospel message is preached, you know, that, that mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, um, is the answer to everything that their heart is longing for. Yeah. And there is so much beautiful transformation that I've heard. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, while, I think, while, ask you while I've been you... here for the summer, yeah. they don't have the program running. But uh, I will say, it's nice to be there over the summer, the summer because I get to see the fruits of that experience. Because mm-hmm. so many people, they've been doing Alpha so much that there's been a whole, a whole bunch of people who've gone through yeah. it and they are just on fire. Well, that tells me faith. a lot about the parish because yeah. you have a parish of people. Because So it's not only... So that impacts not only the people that have gone through Alpha, but the people who haven't from the sense that mm-hmm. they know people that have. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's a that's a great environment to be jumping into, I would think. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. it's wonderful too. And that kind of leads to like showing just how, how the culture is of the parishes yeah. is, is leaning more towards like evangelization because people have heard the good news and they want to share it. Yeah. So that's it's it's a really something that the parish really uh, counts as worthwhile and and bringing people into a deeper discipleship of Christ. So Christ mm-hmm. is not just kind of like the abstract figure who you're thinking about, who you know stuff about, who maybe you know different facts about, yeah. but Christ as a person who you encounter, who you have a living, breathing relationship with that really actually affects your daily life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just, it was it's been really beautiful to see like. Uh, a parish that really emphasizes that it's been like a, a huge blessing to to just kind of swim in that environment for no, even great. just for the short eleven weeks that I've been there. Now, um, on on a little bit of a tangent here, though, with the summer assignment, I'm thinking, all right, you're there as a college, as an intern, we'll yeah, say more it, or but less, yeah. I'm hoping, I'm expecting you're thinking, hey, this is going to be you in two years. It's not going to be mm-hmm. summer assignment. It's going to be it's your assigned to a yeah, parish. That's right. So. Tell me some of those thoughts that went through your head, some of the lessons learned there along the lines of, uh, let's be candid with the the, the ratio of priests to uh, parishioners, time management becomes a big issue, Mm -hmm. Uh, priorities and all of that kind of stuff. So what were some of the things that you uh, learned or, or observed or things that maybe you think you need to work on as well? Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, some t- big takeaways that I'm, I'm bringing in from this parish uh, is definitely the just the fact that, like you said, like 
the we don't have as many priests as we used to. Yeah. And the way that we've uh, traditionally utilized priests is like priests are the ones who do everything. You know, they're yeah. the ones who are in yeah. charge of the cate- catechizing. You know, they're the business managers. They're making yeah. they're making like all the decisions in the parish. But you know, in our current culture, with uh, the number of priests that we have, and the you know the size of our parish parish structures, like that is it's impossible for a priest to be everything. Uh, so what I really a, a big takeaway for this summer, and it's been a blessing working with Father Sammy Maletta and and actually my uh, former associate yeah. pastor and former seminarian uh, co uh, uh, or yeah. former seminarian. Uh, Father Declan, and you moved into his room too. Yeah, I moved. Yeah, more <laughs> yeah, or less. Nice room. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so what I what I really uh, you know learned, and and this is something that I definitely need to keep on learning myself and and kind of growing in myself is that a priest really can't micromanage to be effective. Yeah. Like what what I learned is St. John has like a huge staff. They have a person who's yeah. Because uh, one of my first questions, like the size of the parish, you're talking what two thousand families? Or, yeah, we're or is talking, it that many? Well, it's in terms of pr- parishioners, I think it's it's a little. Bit less than that because okay. they keep they actually keep a pretty good number. Yeah, of they keep their their mass. books pretty tight. Yeah, the books are pretty uh, tight. books meaning their count. Yeah, and that's a credit to Father uh, Father. Yeah, Father's, yeah absolutely. Uh, you yeah. know, the, and he wants if you're with the parish, you're with. So that's one thing. That's a culture thing. There, yeah, it is. is that it's if you if you say you're with the parish, you're with the parish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, still the number there. It's 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 let's say it's, it's a, a large it's a, big, it's it's a larger a larger parish. parish. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a, a, a more affluent parish as well. Yeah. People are very. Uh, it's a growing uh, community at Saint. John and there's a lot of yeah. uh, wealth that's moving in. Um, and there's a lot that you can do with that. And one of the things that they can do with that is they can have this really big staff yeah. uh, that's able to help, you know, manage the things that maybe Father Sammy would have liked to do by himself, but mm-hmm. knows that he doesn't have the bandwidth to do it. And the thing is, is like having that huge staff, having somebody who's in charge of evangelization, a guy who's in charge of youth, you know, youth events, a guy who's in charge of all the media, a guy who's in charge of this, a guy mm-hmm. who's in charge of that. Like you're really allowing yourself to like, uh, and you as the priest setting the vision and and uh, and allowing allowing your workers to do you know what they're supposed to do. It really allows like the laity to have ownership of the mission of the church. And that's the thing too is like you know the laity are called to you know you're not just called to be sitting on the sidelines and right. letting the priest do everything. Like a part of the laity's salvation is to work for the kingdom. Yeah, and you know have, being able to. Uh, be a priest you being a priest you have to facilitate that right so you have to be you know you have to be willing to give up a little bit of control which is tough right <laughs> it's really really tough especially for us guys who like, really want to yes. control everything yes um but there is a certain like there's a certain necessity for priests to just kind of give up control uh and let you know the laity like really really work to yes. like build the church and saint john's does that so well and it's yeah. and it's it's been really interesting too like like Father Father Sammy has definitely uh, just showed me all the different struggles that he's had personally, just kind of like transferring to that kind of model of how to do you know parish ministry. Um, and he's he's been very he's been very generous with me with sharing the struggles, the 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 victories that he's gone through, and it's beautiful to see just kind of how that culture of that parish has changed even over those past twenty one years. Just hearing stories from the staff themselves and from parishioners yeah. who have seen the seen the change. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Um, let's just get in the detail. If you've just thrown this out there, any any things that happened over the summer, any events that in your mind, I don't know, that impacted you, or it might be early to still to think about that. I know you just went on a trip. 
or that was not part of the parish of that. That actually was, yeah. Oh, that so, was. So yeah, huge portion. I'll, I'll go. Oh, that, that. was. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll go, I'll go into that. So uh, a, a very interesting and beautiful event during my time over the summer is I took. Um, well, it wasn't just me. It made, yeah, uh, I took makes it sound like it was just me, but it was me and a few other chaperones, like adult chaperones. We took a busload of thirty-five kids over to a Steubenville conference, which is a now when we say kids, these are young adults, right? No, so these are actually high schoolers. Oh, okay. yeah, high schoolers. So we we took okay. a bus full of thirty-five high schoolers to a Steubenville conference, which is basically it's a uh, it's a conference that they originally started out at uh, Franciscan University in Steubenville, Steubenville Ohio. Right. Um, which was basically just an opportunity for youth to gather yeah. for like praise and worship, um, youth to gather to hear keynote speakers come in and give some like very powerful moving talks, mm-hmm. a time for, uh, you know, prayer and adoration of the blessed sacrament. There's a huge like, uh, adoration night on, on that Saturday night, which is like super powerful, wow. uh, opportunities for mass, like constant opportunities for confession. Uh, total, I, I want to put this in perspective. So you have a busload of, of, of 35, of, of yes, 35, yeah. But this whole group, whole group you, was, you're going in, you're you're coming together for the conference. Yeah, the I, whole, I know because I saw right. some videos. What are we talking? So How we're many? talking like, so we took 35 uh, high, high schoolers. In total, there were 3,500 high schoolers. Huh. Wow. So we're talking like wow. thousands and thousands. Like we, so the the conference wasn't at the Franciscan University in Steubenville, Ohio. Okay. It was at a, like a satellite campus, more or less called, or uh, Missouri State uh, Okay, University. but they had the facilities. But they had handle. the facilities. And we were like... All of our keynote speak, or all of our keynote events, yeah. all of our, you know, when we we're going to mass, we we're having Eucharistic adoration. There was in the field house, you know. Wow. We were in like the place where they play basketball. And yeah. We were filling up that. Filling yeah, up the I'm thinking back 35. to when I was a teenager to to Ben because that had to knock the socks off a few of them. Oh, They'd amazing! Never seen anything. Oh, absolutely. Because let's be candid, a lot of well, I don't know. Maybe the teenagers of St. John have done Eucharistic adoration, but my day. It wasn't until I was adult that yeah, I totally. got to enjoy Eucharistic adoration. Then mm-hmm. then do that in uh, with thirty five hundred other people that are same as you, and you feel that excitement. Oh, Just yeah. think about that. They're going to take that home, and then every mm-hmm. time you mm-hmm. might start seeing some new faces. On uh, do you have a Eucharistic? Yeah, we have a Eucharistic at Thursday or, chapel. Well, we have or, a Eucharistic. Oh, yeah, adoration. that's right. You got that chapel on. Uh, yeah, which is one of my favorite things oh, about St. John is they have a right, perpetual. Can we, can we go off on that tangent, sure, and then we'll really come quickly, back to yeah. the conference? Go ahead, tell me about the chapel. It's great. Well, there's not so much to tell me. Tell I know, but it's an old log cabin. Yeah, so so one of my favorite facts to give about St. John is so it's it's a old oldest parish in the in the diocese i think yeah. it was 1800s it was founded uh over the course of saint john's history there's been four different church buildings yeah three of them are still standing including yeah. the original log cabin it's church log cabin. but it's not it, it, it's so funny so you're driving down 41 and you see it and you're like oh i wonder what's in there it's probably just you know a bunch of wood and yeah. logs and stuff but you go in there and it's just this absolutely beautiful perpetual yeah. adoration chapel that's open 24 7 um, with the doors who are and let's hold let's clock. hold right there. It's open twenty four seven with doors around the clock. That tells me right there something about the parish that they have people that'll be there to per, for perpetual adoration. That's right. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 wow. That's powerful. Right yeah, and that's there. it. Just kind of goes to like the fruit of what that parish is doing. Yeah. You know, the fruit of the evangelization and the fruit of the efforts of like building that culture. Yeah. Um, and it's it's beautiful. Father Sammy Moletta will will very often. Uh, say that he 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 totally believes that without that perpetual adoration chapel, the the ch- cultural changes that happened in the parish would Bingo. not happen. I I totally totally agree with him. Yeah. So yeah. and it's 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 a blessing to just kind of like hear a priest say that you know yeah. like yeah. like understand that like you know we you know we we really do have to like you know worship our Lord and and cultural change is possible. 
And 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 sorry for we're off on the tangent of the chapel, but part of the beauty of it too is it sits there as you said right off of forty one. Yep. You see, you've got you've got the modern world the uh, out there right there. Yep. I mean, a stone's throw, mm-hmm. a, literally a stone's throw. People are driving by in cars. Yep. And here they they see this, mm-hmm. and they might not know it's that, but and then when they find out, it's like wow, I drive past that every day as mm-hmm. I'm speeding down Indy <laughs> and saying a lot of choice words. Yeah. <laughs> that don't belong. In the channel, yes, and there. So, what a state! What a statement to be making. There. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, I had to go off on on the chapel, but now let's bring it back to Missouri with the with the Steubenville Conference. You had thirty five out of thirty five. Yeah, thirty five. Thirty five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what other things, uh, how, takeaways from there? Yeah, I mean, it was just a blessing just seeing how on fire these uh, these high schoolers were after the conference, and it was also really inspiring too, just how many of them opened up. We had small, okay. like a, some small okay. good time throughout uh, throughout the course of the weekend, and it was just really beautiful, like hearing the the really personal things that they're sharing with us, and you know, definitely you definitely sense that like wow, these these like high schoolers, oh, well, first that they're, they're dealing with a lot of really deep and dark stuff, and mm. there's stuff that they really need to do, like they need to be freed from. Yes. It's also beautiful on that flip side to see them like be freed from it through like prayer, through like adoration, and you got to believe that experiences like that. Are yeah. going to stick with them. Yes, um, and it's it's beautiful too to see like there's a bunch of people on our uh, that we took who you know had been to Steubenville year after year after year after year. You know, as all all the times that they've they've been able to throughout mm-hmm. high school. And it's beautiful to see them along with people who had never like high okay. schoolers who had never been there before. Uh, and it was just beautiful to watch them like interact with each, with each other and them say like, oh look, you know, the older ones say to the younger ones, oh just wait until Saturday, like it's going to be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> And then they just, you know, and then it all just hits them and it's just beautiful. Great. So, great. Yeah, well, that's a that's, a, that's a great memory. Huge highlight. Other things I wanted to touch on uh, with your summer assignment is, so you're getting to see the, the life of a priest. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we talk about managing time and leadership, but what about time for yourself? What about your spiritual life? Yeah. Uh, your spiritual life as a priest. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you how do you make room for that? How do you make that happen? Yeah, well, I guess you just have to make room for it. That's yeah. the thing. Is, <laughs> that's what's so nice about uh, coming to a parish is it really kind of gives you uh, it's like a litmus test in terms of like how you're doing in terms of your prayer life because when you're kind of like when you're put up in a parish environment, you kind of either sink or swim in terms of like getting your prayer in. You yeah. Know, are you making time in the morning yeah. to pray your holy hour? Are you making time throughout the day to pray? Yeah. You know, daytime prayer, pray a rosary, pray evening prayer. You know, uh, it's it's definitely been a, a, a huge litmus test for me because, you know, coming in, it's, you know, you have your schedule in seminary. You're kind of used yeah. to the Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Other people are setting your schedule. We're here. Here. You're, you're in the, charge of your schedule. Bingo. You know, if I want to wake up, you know, an hour later and skip my time of prayer, I could do that. Yeah. You know, I really could. Yeah. But is that is that the best choice, you know? And it's, it's, it's definitely been good. Thankfully, like throughout this whole summer, I've, I've really seen like, Oh wow. Like these past four years of seminary, I've really helped like, yeah. like integrate within me. Like, yes, I do need prayer and I'm going to make time for prayer. Even if my schedule is like super busy yep. uh, as an intern and you know, my schedule has ebbed and flowed. There's been times where I've, it's been like, like a couple weeks chunk where it's like, I will have no time to breathe. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, Oh, there's nothing going on. Maybe I'll just hang around the office, see if there's like meetings that I can attend. Okay. But, uh, but it's just so important just regardless of how busy or how yeah. light my day is always starting it out with prayer, always ending it with prayer and always finding breaks throughout my day to get those times of prayer in. Cause without that, yeah. like, 
the pre your your priestly ministry is going to fail. Yeah. Like if you're not connected to Jesus, like what and, what, the, what are you doing? And I would have to think that that would have to be one of the biggest challenges of a priest is mm-hmm. is that because it's I would think when you're a, a priest a parish priest because. It could be so easy to get sucked into yep. all the day by day, and yep. and you're getting pounded, pounded. But I mean, uh, Father Sammy probably gets people coming to him twenty four seven, and if you don't carve that time, mm-hmm. uh, you've got to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad you, I'm glad you had that experience. Yeah, uh, it sounded like it was a good one. Let's talk any any take any takeaways. I know we've kind of yeah we've gone kind of said a little bit of it here and there. Um, I definitely like a, a huge takeaway is that you know. If, I looking at my future priesthood. Yeah. Like I, I would definitely love to, you know, create or, you know, uh, nurture a parish culture, culture. that yeah. is uh, evangelizing. Yeah. You know, I think it's like a huge, powerful experience during this internship is like me going to people, inviting them to mass at St. Mm-hmm. John evangelist and not being embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, sometimes it's like, you know, I invite yep. somebody to mass or I invite something to an event and I'm like, I think I always think in the back of my mind, like this might be a, a really lame event and they'll probably not <laughs> like it, but like, that's not the case at St. John evangelist. Like I, I feel like perfectly confident inviting somebody who hasn't been in church for a long time to alpha. You yeah. know, I feel perfectly confident inviting Catholics who are looking for, you know, maybe something more in the, in the, in the worship experience to go to mass, you know? Yeah. Um, just like, I would love to have, I would, it'd be such a bummer, like to be a priest and to be at a parish where that might not be the case. Well, you didn't have anything to offer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's my big takeaway is like, if you, if we want to evangelize, we have to have places, we have to have places for them to go. You know, we have to, we have to have places for them to be, to evangelize, to give them the opportunity to be evangelized and to just like encounter how awesome Christ is and to encounter him as a person. So that's, that's definitely a huge takeaway for me. Fantastic. I think uh, that's a huge one. That so, um, I think that 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 wraps it there, yeah, kind abso- of for me. If, yeah, uh, absolutely. I don't um, have I don't have any other final thoughts. That's what I was going to say. Any other final thoughts? You know, I'm, okay, good. Well, it's great. I'm glad you had that experience uh, there this summer, and and uh, let's hope that that's something you can carry with you. Uh, yes, absolutely. Going yeah. forward, so mm-hmm. you're going to be heading back uh, next month, back back to school. Back to school, which is hard to say because it's like, oh, summer's is almost <laughs> summer's almost over, but it feels like it just started. That's the way summer always. Goes. Yeah, that's that's the way it goes. Okay, um, other things have been going out. I, I, since there's a wrap here, I wanted to uh, shout out to uh, to Madeline. Uh, yeah, shout out to Madeline Shepley, my um, uh, uh, one of the. She went to college with me over at Indiana University, and she just started up a podcast called Shine Bright with like the Firmament. Yeah, and uh, you were actually were, yeah, she actually Stephen, you recommended me to be on one of her shows, and it was great because she's looking at the intersection of science. Uh, and 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 uh, and Catholicism mm-hmm. and culture, and I really support what she's doing. Yeah, I'm going to link it in the show notes. I'm going to put a link to her uh, to her uh, to her Good, podcast because yeah. I really appreciate what she does. Because it's we th- in the modern world we think that science and uh, 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 and faith work contrary to each other, and yep. it's just the opposite. <laughs> totally, the two yeah. are hand in, hand in glove. Hand in glove, that's right. And so what she does is she brings on people that work in engineering or in science and all of that kind of stuff mm. and that are Catholic. And, yeah, it's and, great great perspective. It's good to hear it from, like, a scientist's, like, perspective because she's, yes. like, Madeline is a big uh, lover of astronomy and of yes. physics. So, yes. so, like, they're able to talk about some really complex phys- physics topics or complex <laughs> But don't scare everybody away from her podcast. But, 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 like, you can talk, like, that kind of shop, but then also talk about yes. physics. 
faith and like see how they integrate. So it's beautiful exactly. to like have a podcast exactly. that has that. You know. Has so once again, I'll, I'll shine bright like the firmament, and I'll firmament, and I'll have it. Uh, I'll have a link in our, our show notes. Um, as I always say, uh, there is no charge for father and dad, but we do ask for one form of payment. If you like what you have heard, please tell two friends, and don't forget to uh, to subscribe. Thank you for listening.